Okay, welcome to another episode of No Excuses, Real Inspiration, hosted by myself, Scott Marshall. So today we've got Beth Scott, who is an online personal trainer. So that's your speciality, Beth, yeah? Yeah, hi everybody listening. Um, yeah, online coach, in-person PT, um, posing coach for bikini competitors as well. Right, okay. So let's go way back to the very start of your career. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you get involved with health and fitness? So funny story because I was the typical like chubby child, hated PE at school, used to make up. I wasn't feeling well to get out of doing sports at school. Um, and then when I left school, I wanted to get into the police and I just thought like how I couldn't run for a bus like no fitness level no strength just ate crap um and I was overweight and I just thought the way I am physically there's no way that I could pass um like the fitness tests and the police and stuff so joined the gym lost weight so quick but it's just because I'd went from doing no exercise to actually being active I went from eating crap to eating good and it's funny how quick the weight just falls off you when you actually make those um conscious uh, efforts to improve your health so got into the gym lost weight um enjoyed like getting all the compliments from people like oh you're looking good and I was feeling good um put on muscle tone pretty quick I would say as well um enjoyed like my weight training and stuff when I went for the police I actually never got in based on the maths test because that's never been the strong point so I was gutted about that but then it was like it's funny what they say like one door closes another door opens because getting the knock back from the police it then opened my door opened doors for me into like the fitness industry and I thought I'm really enjoying this and I've been training for about 10 years now so 2013 I started training um and it was when the gym, like I feel like in the last sort of five years, the gym's got quite fashionable. Like everybody's got a gym membership. Um, loads of the clothing brands online now are doing active wear. Um, and it's common now for girls to weight train. Whereas yeah. I, I was like the only girl locally, and not the only girl, but do you know what I mean? Like um, one of the first girls to get into weight training, like just where I'm from. So I thought, mm, I could kind of make a career out of this. I had loads of other girls messaging me like, oh, could you show me what to do? And you're looking great. And could you take me to the gym? So it was, my well, at the time, but my husband now, um, he was saying to me, like, he just seen the gap in the market for that for me. And he kind of pushed me into, you should look at doing a PT course. And I was like, mm, I'm not sure, but... Yeah, that getting that knockback opened doors for me to get into the industry I'm in now. No, absolutely. You know, sometimes it's those wee moments. It's life changing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So for yourself, 
if you don't mind me asking, mm-hmm. how old are you? So I'll be 30 in the new year. Right, okay. And if I was to ask how old you actually feel training-wise? So this is the funny thing because, honestly, in my head, I'm like 23. <laughs> well, that's like, good. Yeah. And... I, I don't know, like, I, I don't know if it's because I'm small as well and I'm, like, I look younger, I don't know. But, um, yeah, mentally I'm, like, 23 in the head. <laughs> right, okay. So, um, right to go. Oh, you've frozen me a bit there. Sorry, say that again. Let's talk about your, your own fitness routine. Mm-hmm. Could you give me a okay? Yeah, 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 you just froze me a okay? second there. Um, my own fitness routine. Okay, we're back. Could you hear me okay? Yeah, I was broke up there. Aye, we're sorted. Right, so, uh, aye, how do you find your own routine? Obviously, you've got a busy schedule. Mm -hmm. So, I didn't always do the job I'm in now. I used to do, I used to work two jobs and do a full-time course at uni and I prepped for my shows at that time as well, would not recommend. Um, so that was tough. That was like working nine to six in retail, um, going to the gym, quick gym session, then going to do my bar job at night from like nine till one in the morning. Um, the like stress level that that had on your body and not properly recovering I would never do that again and I would if I had a client that had as busy schedule as that like I would just not make them do like what I used to do but now because I have the luxury of working in the gym I will work my own sessions around clients and then I'm working from home a lot as well so I do have that flexibility. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I do have an advantage that way with the gym and stuff. It depends where I am in the season competing-wise. So um, just before I was doing Worlds there, I was doing six weight sessions a week and seven cardio sessions a week which was really intense, but obviously that's on the extreme end of the scale because I'm working up to show um, just now and kind of like off season, if you want to call it that, um, day on, day off. So train rest, train rest, no cardio. I'll still, I'll naturally do about 10,000 steps every day anyway, just because I'm on my feet when I'm PTing. Um, And then the days that I'm working from home, I'll actively go for a walk because I do enjoy walking. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of how my, my training routine works just now. Okay, so let's uh, talk about nutrition. Obviously, <laughs> you're, you're right on top of your nutrition because of your competition, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what would your cheat meal be? Okay, so I have a rule. I don't call it a cheat meal. I call it an off-plan meal. Okay. or a higher calorie meal because food is food we don't cheat um but my go-to if I'm having an off-plan meal 
I'm a big foodie, like I'm not fussy. I like anything. I love a big plate of nachos. I love a big chocolatey pudding dessert thing. Um, yeah, pizza, wedges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's your go-to. Uh, yeah, just carbs with cheese, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about after a workout? What's your post-workout snack? Um, so what I'll do is, because I I used to have like a pre-workout, post-workout, blah, 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 but now I'll just work like my normal meal timings around um, my training. So I'll have breakfast, leave it an hour, train for like, well, I'll do my weights and then say do my steps yeah. after. Then that'll naturally take me into like lunchtime anyway. Um, so... Yeah, nothing, like, nothing fancy, like, traditional bodybuilder, like, pre-post, yeah. Yeah, okay. And then, so let's talk about mental health and exercise. Mm -hmm. Your your own personal opinion, where does it come into play? Like, like what I was just saying, if you are somebody, so I, all my clients are female um, from all walks of life, kids, no kids, self-employed, um, stay-at-home mums. And I just feel like exercises for everybody and it doesn't need to be weight training. It could just be going out for a walk. Um, even if you're the busiest person ever, finding some time to do something active and you do feel better after it. It's good for endorphins, all that type of thing. But um yeah, like, even if you're the busiest person, don't stress yourself out and think, I need to join a gym, I need to do weights for two hours a day, I need to kill myself with cardio. Find what you enjoy doing, whether it's walking, weights, a Zumba class, whatever, and stick to that, because then exercise will be less of a chore if you're enjoying it. Um And it's got so many health benefits and definitely mental health, it's up there. I feel like it's a really underrated anti-anxiety, anti-depressant, like you feel so much better after it. I have clients that come in the gym and they're like, oh, I can't be bothered. And then once we finish a session, they're like, oh, I feel better. I'm glad I came. Yeah, Um, totally. And being there ourselves today, I was like, I really can't be bothered with this. Like the weather was, (laughs) Well, and then I'd done it okay it took me longer because it was mucking about so I was like I can't be bothered but I feel better now that, that I've done it 100% and then so let's talk about your own bad habits within health and fitness if you have any do you know what I've still got this issue about like portion size so I don't know about you, right? But I grew up in a household whereas from being a toddler, it was drilled into me, you need to finish what's on your plate. Aye. And I was guilt-tripped about leaving anything, like if there was any waste, like I used to get this, people that are starving in the world, you better eat that. <laughs> so even if I was full, I was like, oh, I haven't eaten that. So it was this guilty thing about don't waste food and blah, blah. So... Even now, knowing what I know into my adulthood, if I in a restaurant being served a massive plate of food, I'm like, I need to eat that. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
I feel like I'm better when it's a little portion because then it's like, right, okay, I could eat all that. I'm not stuffed, but I'm satisfied. Um, So, yeah, that's... But I do check myself. I'm like, right, okay, I don't need to eat all that. But it's like that wee voice at the back of my head still like, eat it. But yeah, that's kind of the only, I would say, like, thing that I'm still a bit like, "Mm, that's maybe not the healthiest thing. But I'm aware of it. So, yeah, yeah, bad habits. I I don't know. Can't think. Okay. You could probably have a think later. Yeah. (laughs) And then you might come up with one or two more. Yeah. Maybe not. Bad habits, I, I'm not this person, but if you don't put your weights away at the gym, that's a bad habit. Um, <laughs> not tidying up after yourself, but no, I do that. So. Right, okay, no. so which brings me on to my next point anyway. Uh-huh. Your own pet hates within health and fitness. Um, I feel like there's, I don't know how you feel about like the PT industry now and then with the online coach, like it's just exploded in the last couple of years. Um, there's so many, so many of us now. Yeah. I, I don't feel like we're fighting for uh, clients because I feel like there's, a, like I was saying in the first question, the gym is now fashionable, like looking after yourself and employing an online coach to help you with things. Um, There's definitely enough work to go around and everybody offers a different, um, a different twist on the same kind of thing. Like we're all right. Fat loss, calorie deficit, blah, blah, blah. Let's just your take on that. And then if you and the client gel. So my pet hates, like, if you had one way of dieting a client and I had another way, I wouldn't put down your method. Yeah. And hopefully vice versa, because it's just like, there's more than one way to diet. There's more than one way to weight train. What works for you and your clients might not work for me and my clients, but there should still be that respect for somebody in the same industry as you. So like when I see a lot of stuff on social media, like slagging other coaches off, um, yeah, that's not cool. So that's like, so that's kind of why I started my podcast. So I started Uh it in October last year. Um, And by that point, um, I'd been involved with health and fitness since 2013, since mm-hmm. my weight loss journey mm-hmm. on my own, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was thinking, like, within health and fitness, there is a small percentage of people who want to be toxic and negative. But mm-hmm. if I can create something that create a, a network of people who are positive with each other, then it mm-hmm. opens doors for each other. So, for instance, if I had a female client come to me and talk about training etc and she wasn't happy with me I would say well by the way why do you not check out Beth because mm. she trains women only here's mm. a website here's a Facebook page blah 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 and then we can bounce off each other and that's mm-hmm. the way it should be mm-hmm. and I feel like that takes a confident individual 
and you need to be comfortable in yourself and confident in your own knowledge and ability to be able to refer out. Um, not often, but I do get messages from guys asking um, about, you know, training plans and this and that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I could do that, but I feel like you would be better suited with this coach yeah. opinion because they have more experience in uh, muscle gain and what this particular person's trying to do. Um, so, yeah, it's good to know because then I feel like it makes you look professional if you're like, or even if you're full, like I'm, I'm full for this month, but my friend who's also a coach, they've got space, message them. Um, yeah, because I feel like our morals as coaches and um, PT should be to help other people. Yeah, with exactly. their help. You're taking someone that's maybe, um, they've reached out to you because they are, unhappy let's say in in their body and the one you know you're meant to be helpful and knowledgeable so that should uh, translate into other coaches if you're this helpful person okay yeah. I'll help you with your business if you're struggling if I'm full and I could refer out and stuff like that so yeah yeah but, but mm-hmm. as you say there is plenty of business to go about yeah Oh, yeah. yeah. So let's talk about your own favourite exercise to do within the gym. Do you know what? I'm really liking training legs just now, which is just as well because I do it like four times a week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do like, we've got one of the hip thrust machines at my gym, which I think is good because it so, saves you so much time setting up the bar yeah. and struggling to put the plates on and off if they're like sticky um so yeah I'm liking the hip thrust machine at the gym just now I do like a wee leg press um yeah I used my favorite thing used to be training back but my I've got a dodgy shoulder and it just I can't take it anymore so we've moved on to my favorite things legs now (laughs) and then so imagine you've walked into the gym and another trainer is going to coach you uh-huh. and they give you the worst exercise what would that be uh shoulder press probably just because of my injury or like sprints like right. some sort of horrendous hit cardio that i'm just like really <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's talk about your your best memory of your fitness journey so far Oh, yeah, um, I competed 2019 and I won the European Pro Show. Okay, so let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that competition, the lead up to that competition and actually during the competition. So I started competing 2016. Um, I've done 11 shows to date and I started like, we Scottish shows, uh, done well in them. And then I was like, right, level up. Next one, we'll go to London. I'll do a qualifier down there. Because the female bodybuilding is so niche. So in Scotland, we all know each other. So I was like, right, I'm going to go elsewhere. 
I feel like there's a lot of pressure as well when you're competing and you know people because it's hard not to check them out and be like, oh, how's she looking, you know? <laughs> so I was like, right, I'm going to go down to London, got the train on my own, um, went down there, um, did well in that one, did the British, did well at the British and bodybuilding. And then I was like, right, I feel like I've taken the traditional bodybuilding shows as far as I could. So then I branched out into like the fitness and fashion shows. That's the WBF yeah. I compete with now. Um, competed as an amateur 2018, won my pro card there, did my pro debut in Los Angeles. Um, didn't do well at all, but I was like, oh my God, the size of these American girls, like, holy shit. Like, I just felt like I'm a fish out of water here. But I thought, do you know what? We'll give it one more go. We'll see how it got on. Did the European in London um, as a pro 2019. And I was like, oh, I'll just do this for a bit of fun. We'll see how it got on. And I actually ended up winning it. And there's photos of me like this on the stage because I was like me like what um and that was just an unreal moment because I feel like all that hard work and the self-doubt and I'm a good enough blah 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 like it all just came to fruition and that's like the pinnacle in the shows that I do is winning a pro show like it's so um like few and far between and I was just like oh my god I'm that person <laughs> um so yeah that was amazing that was like highlight of my competing career that was unreal yeah so what made you get into competing do you know what it was it was just like what I was saying like my um just gym journey or fitness journey whatever you want to call it it was like went to the gym lost weight okay what could I do now right tone up right what could I do now and I was enjoying weight training and I was taking like quite an athletic shape and um I just seen people like on Instagram it was Hattie Boydell that's like I think everybody that gets into competing is like oh yeah when I seen Hattie I wanted to do that she's like probably the most famous fitness model in the world and I was like, oh, I want to do that. So I just tried my hand at it and was like, oh, I'll do this as like a wee bucket list thing. And I was actually good at it and had been quite successful. So I was just like, right, one more show. Okay, one more show. Okay, one more show. And I just kept, like what I was saying, I did the Scottish. Okay, now I'll do London. Okay, now I'll do Europe. Right, got my pro card. Let's do a pro show. So I was always just trying to push it and push it and see where I could take it, how successful can I be? And it does get a wee bit addictive because you like the praise and you like winning. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it was just like, it was never meant to be 11 shows deep. It was meant to be like one and done. But I've just kind of snowballed because I'm like, right, what's next? What's next? Yeah. So mm. if you've have you got another show on the cards this year, there's one in London in eight weeks that I'm toying with the idea about do I do it, doing that. I could be ready. Um because I, I just did Worlds in Vegas there and my aim was top five and I got eight that I'm really, really not happy with at all. And everybody's like, 
well, yeah, but that's still good. But see, when you're as like wired up like me, yeah. like competitive, I'm like, nah, I need redemption. So I'm like, <laughs> do we go again? I don't know. So if I do, I'll be keeping it quiet until the day. Um, oh. If I don't, we'll just see what happens. Okay. And then mm-hmm. in your fitness journey, has mm-hmm. it been someone who's been a role model for yourself, Beth? Um, like I say, that the first person that I ever seen like was Hattie Boydell. Like that's the first girl with muscle that was also like really like still had that feminine side to her that I've seen that was like, wow, she's amazing. Um she started off as a PT. She's an online coach now. She's really successful. Um, and I've met her twice and she's just a nice dumb earth person. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's rare when you go to that level. Like I've met a lot of people in the fitness industry that I'm, they're like the, in the millions of followers and they're not necessarily humble. So I feel like just being a normal person that's really successful, there's something just so likable about those people. Um, so I was really glad when I met Hattie that she just had time for me, who was like a nobody to her. And she was just like, well, how are you getting on? And I was like, oh my God, she's speaking to me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I would say she's, um, just how hard she's worked and she's still, um, down to earth I think okay. that's really terrible. No good and then so let's talk about your business right mm-hmm. so obviously you do face to face personal training in the gym yeah. and you do yeah. online coaching right mm-hmm. so what do you prefer to do do you prefer face to face or online do you know what I get asked that a lot um, online I feel like see during Covid I would, it gave me a taste of what it would be like to go fully online and there's no interaction and it is a wee bit boring because once you've done that you're still sitting in the house and you're like right what now um so I feel like the one-to-one is good because it's good for me as well it's like almost sociable for me um and I, I feel like Online is great for reaching people far and wide that want to work with you. Um, But one-to-one, just getting that personal, just building that relationship personally is a lot different than having a relationship online. It's not as personal. Um, So I don't know what I prefer, but when given the chance to go fully online, I've always been like, nah, I'll keep my one-to-one girls because you build up that friendship. Like yeah, I see them totally. an hour a week, two hours a week. That's more than I see my own friends. So um, yeah, even if my online is totally making us crazy money, I think I would always keep my one-to-ones. Yeah, nah, totally. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. So for yourself... What makes your business unique? Um, I... Obviously, you you specialise in female-only coaching. Yeah, uh uh-huh. I've heard from people as feedback, 
And then I hope that I do come across this way that I'm just like a normal person. And my approach to fat loss with women, because I'm such a big foodie as well as I just try and be realistic with them. So it's like, right, okay, you work full time and you've got three kids and you enjoy a glass of wine at the weekend. That's fine. Let's keep that glass of wine, but let's look at other parts of your diet. So I do try to be as flexible as possible. Um, I always say like no food is off limits. It's just about everything in moderation, finding that balance. You don't need a gym membership to work with me. Let's just do like, okay, let's focus on steps. Or is there anything at home? Like is there YouTube workouts that, you would enjoy doing even for 15 minutes while your toddler takes a nap so I feel like um just having that kind of more realistic look and not viewing everybody as like a a wee mini bodybuilder getting them on the chicken and rice chicken and rice so it's like (laughs) yeah so that's always been my thing um and yeah it's working for my clients so far so hopefully that continues. Oh, great. And where would you like to see your business grow within the next couple of years? Obviously, you want to see it grow in every aspect, um, online, in person. Um, I would like to, like, looking into the future when I'm a parent, I would like to maybe take... Um, like mum and baby classes, yeah. do some right. courses and like pre and postnatal stuff. Yeah, um, certainly. Yeah. Um, Where I'd like to go. Uh, I certainly, you know, uh, I, I'm qualified in pre and postnatal um, mm-hmm. and a lot of people says, but you're a guy, says I, I know, but... It doesn't a, matter. So, it's, <laughs> a, so it's a good qualification and, 100%. you know, it's a niche in the market. So mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Because at Glasgow Club, um, where I work out of, mm-hmm. um, I tend to do the Fit for Two classes. So that's the mum and baby classes with uh, the group cycling and the circuit classes as well. So down the line, that's something else for your gym that you can put forward. Yeah, or, definitely. Or you can create your own. Mm-hmm. So before we round up, right, mm-hmm. this is one of my brand new questions, by the way. And you're, <laughs> you're <laughs> right. So, within health and fitness, what's your favorite quote to say to your clients? Mm. If you have one, I don't know. I'm always just like recently with my girls that have been with me, say, since the start of the year, and their wedding's been postponed, postponed with COVID or yeah. whatever. And you're kind of like, oh, you're kind of running out of steam by this point. You're like, or their holiday's been moved. And I'm always like, you didn't come this far to only come this far. Like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what, like, I find myself saying to myself, like, I did a 30-week prep there for Worlds. And some days you're like, oh, and I'm like, right, okay look at the long game and the short game like keep going like look how much you've done already you've only got this wee bit to go you didn't come this far to to stop here keep going like it's yeah. nearly there um so that's if I was like 
doing the motivational speaking. But then if I was in a wee sassy mood, it'd be like, right, we've all got the same number of hours in the day as Beyonce. Come on, like, <laughs> let's go. Um, but yeah, you put me on the spot there, but that's what I could think of off the top of my head. <laughs> so when I'm looking at your social media now, I'm expecting to see favourite quotes now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what advice would you give to someone starting a fitness journey for the first time? So I was actually just speaking about this today with um, one of my colleagues. I would say there's no time like the present, right? And I know that's dead cheesy, but it's like just start now. If you're wanting to change anything, um, because it's like you're always going to find an excuse on next Monday, next week, diet starts after Christmas. I have people inquiring and they're like, okay, well, I've got a holiday in eight weeks. I'll get back to you then. And I'm like, start now. Because by the time eight weeks comes, you could be a stone down. You could yeah. be feeling amazing on your holiday. Go away on your holiday. Enjoy it. Eat what you want. Come back. And you'll be in a better starting position post-holiday than you are pre-holiday because you made the decision to start now. And I think... There's a lot of like anxiety about starting something new because it's like you're jumping into the unknown. And I feel like a lot of my clients that I've took on had the preconceived idea that it was going to be chicken and rice 10 times a day, hours of cardio. And I think that's still um, stuck in a lot of people's heads that when they go to PT, they're going to get shouted at and they're going to be crying and they're going to be not able to walk for a week. So I think we need to um, like normalize eating normal food and not having to be dying doing cardio. So that's what I would say is if you're hesitant about starting, do your research, check out all the coaches, find somebody that you think, oh yeah, I could gel with them. Like I like what they're about. Um, So yeah, just start now because you'll thank yourself for it later down the line no absolutely and if people want to reach out to you on social media and get in touch regarding training where can they do that Beth? so on instagram i'm at underscore body by beth and then in my bio there's a link to the website where you could get my facebook everything like that um the dms on instagram are a bit mental so maybe get me on the Facebook um, so your message won't get missed. But all the information's on the website there as well. Um, and then any competitors listening to this, I do um, posing coaching as well. That's not on the website, but if you just message me, then we'll get you sorted out. No, fantastic. And just before we round up, I'd like to mm-hmm. thank you for coming on the show. But have you got any questions for myself? What's your favourite quote? <laughs> ah, right, okay. So, <laughs> I'm all about quotes, right? So, my favourite quote is, be the change you want to see in the world. I think that Amen. was a quote. I think that, I think that was a, a quote from Gandhi. Yes. Classic, timeless quote. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's been awesome having you on, Beth. Thank you for Thank you for time. having me.
Okay, thanks.